Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode of Off the Perch Podcast. It's just Steve for this one. Uh, Chris is over in Europe right now having a great time. So I figured I would record since the big news today about Jesse. <sighs> finally happened. Jesse's finally gone. Um, not going to say I'm happy. Uh, I think relieved is a better word for how I'm feeling. Um, we've all known this was going to happen for the last two years. He's been going for that coaching license over in UEFA. And uh, yeah, he's he's finally going going somewhere. They haven't said officially he's going to Leipzig, but he is going somewhere else, which is not us. Um, so he will be replaced by Chris Armas, which is great. Um, we kind of expected that. I was a little scared when Vieira left and took half of his coaching staff with him. But uh, it looks like Jesse's just going by himself, leaving everybody else behind. So the system will prevail. Um, but before we start talking about that more, um, we had that game up in Toronto this past weekend on Canada Day. And we won. Another one nothing victory. That's two in a row, technically speaking, uh, up in Toronto. And uh, we did not look great. That was definitely a game that, you know, the players looked a little sluggish, maybe, I would say, from my vantage point up in the away section. But um, we we got that fluky goal from uh, Lawrence early in the game. And that ended up being the only score because Luis Robles stood on his head and was amazing. Um which we have come to expect, but even for him, that was a Tijuana away-esque performance. Um, so we get that goal in the first half. Second half, Toronto just kept pounding at the door, and um, they they just couldn't get anything in. Uh, Robles had an amazing save on that penalty kick that we went ballistic in the... Uh, in the away section up there. There were a lot of Canadian families around us that weren't taking too kindly to us. But uh, we had fun, and uh, the team won, won nothing. Um, I know Chris isn't here, but I asked him to, uh, you know, write a little something up for today and the show. And uh, Chris's three stars for this game, originally he said Luis Robles for all three. Lu- his exact words were, Luis Robles is God, all three stars. All right, one for Taxi. So we're going to give Taxi, we'll give him the second star. We'll give him right in the middle. Taxi, number two star on Chris's star rankings. Luis with the third star and the first star, because that's how Chris wants it. And I'm not going to argue with him. He's having a good time in Europe. Uh, for me, I would say third star, I would give it to Tyler Adams. Um... There was a point during the game where Michael Bradley was yelling at him about things, which I thought was really funny because it's like you're yelling at it. It's like being at work and yelling at the the young intern that you know is going to take your job. And I know a bunch of you are laughing right now going, you don't know what that that is. And you're right. I don't. But I've heard about it. Uh, So Tyler's, you know, taking the mantle from Bradley on the national team. And uh, it was it was nice to see him get under his skin. Uh, second star, I'm also going to give it to Kamar Lawrence. I thought he, you know, that goal, you, you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And he took a shot and 
luckily, you know, took a weird hop and, and went in and I'm going to take it. I'm never going to, you know, sit here after a win going, oh, well, you know, that wasn't a real win. Nope. Three points is three points. And, and that's that. And, you know, number one star, I'm going to give it to Robles. I thought, you know, eight saves, including on that uh, penalty kick, were amazing. Um, he's he's the captain for a reason. He leads this team. And we're going to see how well he leads this team moving forward. And I'm not really concerned. Um, with that being said, uh, Jesse's gone. Armis is in. And if you saw the video today, or videos, I should say, that Red Bull put out, they put out a five-minute video of, of Jesse talking about his time here and, uh, you know, what he got out of it. And then they put out a, a short video of Armis, you know, talking to the team and then and then talking to the fans. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Chris Armis uh, is MLS original, been in the league since 1996. I uh, played from 96 to 07. Uh, 96, 97, he played with LA Galaxy. 98, he was on the expansion team, uh, greatest expansion team of all time, uh, Chicago Fire, along with Jesse and Dennis Hamlet. And uh, you're seeing a trend here, aren't you? But uh, he was on a team that won Open Cup and MLS Cup in their first year. Um, so he knows how to win. Uh, he won so many trophies when he was with Chicago uh he's a guy from the Bronx you know he's got that 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 New York attitude and he knows this league in and out and if if you pay attention to the team's all access videos each week we're seeing less of Jesse and more of Chris and we all joked on Twitter I think Lens was the first one that you know pointed it out that it's like watching a tv show that uh you know, you see, there's this background character that at first is an extra and then, you know, they get one speaking line and now they're getting more and more into the plot and now they're the main character. You know, it's, it's just a seamless transition, at least how it looks within the team between Jesse and Chris. But, um, you know, I, I said I'm not happy, I'm relieved, but I'd be remiss if I said I wasn't a little annoyed. Um, this is something that's been hanging over the club for a really long time. Um, you know, I, I've been told by, by people that Jesse wasn't leaving, uh, over the month, the last few months and he's gone. Um, you know, I, I feel like this is something that, that could have been done a while ago. I think it's something that could have been done this Monday, um, or it could have been done last Monday, you know, not not two days before you're playing a, a game against, you know, the other local team. I'm not going to call them the rivals, but, you know, the other local team, it, he's now gone. I, I get it's not the same thing as Patrick Vieira leaving uh, because of the system. We, we all understand the system. We know the system's there, and, and that's great. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. It just, it's really weird timing. Um, it feels very Metro-esque to just announce this now as opposed to later or, or earlier. It just, it's weird. If you follow me on Twitter, you, you saw my, my ramblings about it. And I'm not really going to rehash what I said there, but you know, to, there, there's a, 
a group of people that believe that this is great, this is awesome, we should be happy for Jesse, and I'm not not happy for him, but I'm not here to, you know, cheer on individuals. I'm here for the team. I'm happy for the team that we're moving on and we're moving on with someone that, you know, understands the system, gets the fans, gets the, the area, and wants to win. Um... But at the same time, I'm not here to, you know, be happy that we sold a player or we let our coach leave midseason for a better opportunity. That, that really does me no good as a fan. I understand the, the whole idea that, uh, well, if we show that we can build players and sell them and, you know, they can go on to good things, we can get better players coming in and all that. I get that. But my thing is, I just want to win. I, I get building a system. I get, you know, the future. But we're, we're a team that has won two supporter shields in 22 seasons, going on 23, and nothing else. And I don't think it's, it's too unfair to sit here and go, I wish we could just win a cup first before we worry about being the greatest feeder team of all time, being a team that is known for, you know, bringing kids up through our academy and selling them to amazing teams in Europe. That's great and all, but I just want to win. I, I want to be able to, when I get to Red Bull Arena, you know, look up and see in the rafters, you know, MLS Cup champions, US Open Cup champions, CCL champions, I love looking at the supporter shield banners, but I would love to wear a jersey with a star above my above the crest as well. And I don't think that's too much to ask. I think it's fair to, you know, want to, the team to succeed, and and be cheering for that over you know good business practices. I'm not. We we don't support. I've said it before. We don't. We don't support a, a, a team, a company on the NASDAQ. We're not at down on Wall Street, you know, singing for, for Walgreens. I get where our team is owned and named after a corporation, but it's still a team. And to me, it's, it's most important to, you know, cheer for that team. Uh, in, in the remarks from Chris, which I will read now, he, you know, Kind of says similar things, but I'll just, I'll read what he said. Um, see ya, which is apparently hello in Hungarian. I see what he did there. As I drank my Hungarian beer on the roof of my hostel while watching France Uruguay, my phone notified me that Jesse has finally left the club and that we promoted Chris Armis as our new head coach. This news makes me feel relieved. Relieved that it finally happened, and relieved that the organization made the right choice in selecting its replacement. Like we have said week after week, the system that is now in place reduces the tumultuous nature that usually involves a coaching departure, even if it happens mid-season. While I do wish that this had waited until after the game against Plan BFC, if it was something that had to happen now, then it's fine. I hope and think that Armis will be great, uh, will be a great replacement for us and will lead us to what we as a fan base all want, silverware. Switches to Jameson and Sprite. P.S. Luis Robles is God. 
LOL TFC, fuck DC United, and we beat NYCFC by a score of 3-1. to one. I think that speaks for itself. I think Chris is right. LOL TFC and fuck DC United. Um, but, yeah, uh, for once, you know, a, a coaching change that should feel weird doesn't. Um, I remember when Baca left, they placed the interim tag on Petkey uh, for a couple months while they looked for somebody else and then settled on him. Um, they're not doing that now. Armis is the head coach, and that's it. Moving forward, it's not an interim tag. It's not till the end of the season. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll look for somebody down the road. No, this is it. Chris Armis is taking over. He's our guy, and, and we're just going to move forward with that. And I'm really happy about that. I've had the chance to to talk to Chris a couple times uh, in Tijuana and a little bit in uh, in Salt Lake. And, you know, he's he's a good guy. I think uh, I think he's a really good motivator, uh, as as we've seen. Um, you know, he's somebody that gets the players and is always hanging out with them, and you know, having a good time. Um, I I will be really disappointed if he's on the sideline in like dress pants and a dress shirt and a tie. He he shouldn't be in a suit. He should be in a track suit at all times. You know, I I said it on Twitter at leisure wear um but no he is not a guy that should be you know prim and proper and you know with with a little notebook taking notes uh, he should be kicking back and yelling and gesturing wildly as if you know he was yelling at somebody over a parking space but uh so we've got nycfc this weekend uh chris says 3-1 um, news came out today that David Villa might not play. Um, so unfortunately we won't be able to see him subbed off again at the 55th minute. Um, but if, I, I think if Villa doesn't play, it bodes well for us, obviously. Um, but we will have Mario back and we'll be at completely full strength. And I think, you know, the team is looking at Jesse leaving, uh, not as a chip on their shoulder, per se. I don't think anything like that. But um, I think they're going to take this as motivation, you know, to, to prove anybody wrong that thinks, you know, if you switch your coach midseason, you know, that's it. Or that Jesse was the reason that, that they played so well. Um, and I think that's a good thing. I think they need some anger. Um, I think we have a problem that we don't have anybody on the team that's, you know, scared of anybody or angry. I think they're having a lot of fun, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but they could use a fire under their ass every now and then. And I think this will, uh, this will light it and keep going for the rest of the year. We only have regular season and playoffs to worry about if we make it there, um, which we're in a good position right now, but anything can happen. Um, so I don't think, um, I don't think there are too many distractions. Um, Tyler could still be sold. We don't know. He, he could end up leaving now, now that Jesse's, you know, probably going to Leipzig, but, uh, he could join Jesse in the, in the fall and, and just play underneath him or, you know, Jesse can give us one more, you know, wink of the eye and, and let him stay here for the rest of the year and, and take him in the off season, which would be nice. Please, please do that. And, and please pop a Red Bull. 
splurge some money to go buy us another guy from South America. We could use one. Uh, I think we, we deserve it at this point. Somebody asked, uh, you know, what are we getting? I think it was, it was Jason RBNY asked, you know, what do we get in return for, for them taking our coach mid season? And I joked and said, we got red jerseys, so we're even, but, uh, Somebody else said they've given us Damari, Gilbranson, and Riza. Uh, unfortunately, those first two didn't work out so well. But uh, hopefully they give us, you know, something as a parting gift to, uh, to lessen the blow a bit. Um, Dennis Hamlet said they are looking at another assistant coach to bring into the fold. Um, I don't know if that they would pull anybody from from any of the Red Bull outfits in Europe. But um, they're probably going to go after somebody that just knows the system, that that knows how they want to play it, um, that has a background with, with Ralph. Um, no idea who that would be. I don't pay enough attention to Ralph to, to know who his friends are. But, uh, yeah, I think... So back to... Sorry. Just kind of all over the place. I don't have Chris to ground me. And, you know, keep me focused and, like, have a whole rundown of what we're going to do. I'm just winging it. Uh, so I think if if Villa doesn't play this this game, I think uh, I think we could win this 3-0. I think if if we are up 3-0, I think the team starts pushing for a fourth just to get another 4-0 win in there. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this is a win. Uh, Full-strength team... We've played them twice. It was at our place, but we've played them twice. And um, I think with the narrow field, with the way our central defense is with Long and Parker, um, you know, they'll have less ground to cover. Um, I'm always worried when we play them at Red Bull Arena that they're going to get spread too thin. But we're playing them at Yankee Stadium, and it's it's a matchbox out there. Um, so I think they'll be able to stay compact and keep... Keep everybody under control. Keep their forwards and midfielders under control. Um, there won't be as much space for for Royer to run around. Hopefully he doesn't slip on the warning track again. I can't believe I have to say that. Um, but uh, hopefully the, the ground's a little better than it was last year when we ended up losing him for almost half the season. Um, but yeah, I think 3-0. Uh, I think three nothing, Maybe 3-1. Three maybe we let a goal in. But it'd be really nice to to have the third shutout of them in about a month. Um, so it's going to be a short episode this week because, you know, when there's only one person talking and, and nobody to add anything to to what that person's saying or add anything themselves, it, uh, it makes it a little difficult to have a long podcast. I'm um, looking at the time right now, and it's longer than I thought it was going to be at this point. But uh, we are going to get into questions. Uh, we had a few questions come in. Uh, so Lens just sent in a question. Put on your best RBNY optimist hat and tell us why Chris Arbus is going to be the best coach in club history. All right. Uh, my head's a little big, so I don't know if I can squeeze this thing on. But... Uh, I think Chris Armis is going to be the best coach in this team's history because of the system that's in place. Um, you know, say what you want about what Jesse has contributed over the years. Um, this is very much Red Bull's global system. 
and we've had some some hiccups along the way but um the academy is running at full strength we've had one academy product that went overseas already come back in kyle duncan unfortunately he's hurt uh moreno went to mexico and came back so really that's two all of sunday might be coming back to us whether on loan or or we buy him from manchester united um we're we're a team that's built on youth and our academy and reserve team is firing on all cylinders um red bull 2 won the usl and the usl uh cup the playoffs in 2016 2015 was their first year so when jesse came in you know he was still working with a system that was you know they were still figuring it out they were still trying to to build it up and it's firing on all cylinders right now um and every coach before jesse didn't have that just you know petke didn't have that baka didn't have that uh richie williams interim didn't have that jco didn't have anything um, so I, I think with, with the, the tools at, at his disposal, um, he'll be able to, to build something that no other coach has been able to do. And he's basically being handed the keys to, a, you know, a, an amazing brand new sports car, you know, just don't scratch it, just keep going, you know, add what you want to add to it, but it's really hard to screw this up at this point. Um, and he's a smart guy. I, I don't see him screwing it up. I don't see him, you know, going Jesse Galaxy Brain, you know, 75th minute in a playoff game. I should sub in Colin for Kaku. That's not going to happen. He's going to be a guy that goes with his gut, that is going to, you know, look at the scoreline, look at the, the time on the clock, and look at his bench and go, yeah, I'm going to make the obvious pick because that's the pick I should make. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot less head scratching over, you know, why did that person start? Why did that person, you know, not come into the game? What was he thinking? I don't think that's going to be much of a problem with uh, with Armis as much as Jesse. Uh, let's see, do I have any other questions? Uh, Michael Thompson, uh, Red Bull fan, lives out in LA. One of the guys that made it down to Tijuana and uh, Guadalajara. Um, on Twitter, I asked, you know, you got an opinion on Jesse leaving, predictions of how Armis will do, thoughts on the Toronto game. Do you care about NYCFC anymore? Uh, he asked uh, if I have any inside information on when Bobby Warshaw will open a bottle of wine and pen a love letter to Jesse Marsh. Um, I wouldn't hold my breath if I were you. I don't think that's ever going to happen. I think Bobby has opened up a bottle of champagne and is celebrating what he surmises is the downfall of this team and this fan base. Uh, but he, also, he, he goes on and says, I also think that for a team with an already established system, a less tactical coach might actually do us well for a season or so. I'm thinking of all the times Jesse overthought things versus all the time Jesse's, Jesse killed it with subs or tactical switch-ups. Maybe it's me being over-optimistic, but I feel like a coach who will let us play our game to finish out the season, could finally bring us playoff success. I don't disagree. Um, you know, uh, Armis, uh, according to MLS transfers, so you know it's not true, uh, Armis is, um, you know, not as tactically savvy as Jesse, which is fine. That's okay. 
I don't think Jesse was that great of a coach. There, I said it. Uh, do we have any other questions? Lots of comments on what people think about this. Uh, Pat Haddad says he's indifferent to Jesse leaving. Uh, Armis will be just fine. Um, it was a great win in Toronto, but fuck House of Poutine for being closed on Monday. Okay. I don't know if they're closed every Monday. Uh, they might have been closed because it was the, you know, observation day for Canada Day. Because Canada Day fell on a Sunday. Uh, so I'd give them another chance if I were you. Uh, other questions? Um, Pat also says he hates Oasis. So there's that. Thanks, Pat. Always coming in handy. Um, this is a second straight week of B-Man not, um, not submitting a question. Which is sad. I miss him. I miss B-Man. Uh, so I'm going to pull up another Nick Cage fact. Just to torture everybody, because uh, B-Man doesn't love us anymore. So bear with me while my internet finds an interesting Nick Cage fact, because that's an oxymoron. B-Man, why don't you love us? You're making me look like an idiot right now, because I wasn't ready for this, because I just kind of half expected you to submit something, but you didn't. Alright, I give up. No, Oh, wait, no. China thinks he's the best actor in the world. China's wrong. Nick Cage is not the best actor in the world. Alright guys, this was a very weird, strange, kind of blah episode. Uh, for those of you who bought tickets through ESC for uh, the game on Sunday, uh, you should have got the email with all the information already. Uh, tickets are going to be going out through Saturday night. We have like 300 tickets to email out. So bear with us. You know, we have to email them out one by one, uh, order by order, I should say. But, uh, you'll be getting your tickets. If you didn't get tickets already, sorry, like it's closed. That's it. We can't add anymore. Uh, if you really want to go hit us up, we'll put you on a waiting list. If somebody backs out at the last minute, we'll go down the list of, you know, people that have hit us up but other than that it's a short episode of off the perch uh chris will be back next week and uh this is steve uh signing out see you guys on sunday <laughs>